Okay, so this week we're talking about mental health. My mental health journey has been a journey. It's definitely been something. I have been diagnosed with personality disorder, an eating disorder, and I suffer with quite extreme anxiety. Um, so my eating disorder is, I would say, managed in that the behaviours are not there. However, the thoughts are very much present still. I, I've spent years working on it and I can't, I can't shift them. But I'm definitely in recovery and I don't allow the thoughts to jeopardise the hard work that I've put in. And I don't change my behaviours. It takes a lot of hard work, especially when I'm having bad stages. But it's worth it because I I couldn't I could I I couldn't be a parent and be in the middle of my eating disorder crisis like I was. That was. The two don't go, the two don't mix. I'm sure there probably are people, of course there are people out there that are trying their best and are doing our parenting whilst whilst in the middle of a, an episode. However, I, I can't even imagine, I just, I can't even imagine trying to do that. I would say I've been, up until maybe beginning of this year, beginning of, 2020 I've been consumed by my mental health so my son is nearly two and a half now um and after giving birth um everything everything got a little bit worse which I think I expected of course uh it's responsibility a, a lot less sleep and I need and I personally need sleep Otherwise, a lack of sleep turns me a little bit loopy. Not the technical term, but it does. So I would say, yes, it's it's definitely, definitely gotten, gotten worse. Um, and I was, I didn't realise at the time, I had no idea that I was completely consumed. I knew it was bad. I knew my anxiety was bad. Um... I knew it wasn't sustainable. I knew that I was struggling, but I didn't realise just how bad it was. I wasn't in crisis, um, but I, I was on the edge. I, I was I was definitely on an edge. At the beginning, for the first six months, obviously, you know, with, with this lack of sleep <laughs> and trying to understand what on earth I was doing in regards to parenting, uh, parenting solo, obviously. I was just just muddling through it. And I think I just, I pushed it back, which is so hard to explain how you can do that when you're so consumed by it. But I just didn't, I didn't give it any thought, although that was all I was thinking about. 
I, I didn't think about the change or how to how to make it better. I just I just accepted it. I accepted that it was pretty bad. But I I went for the I can just power through this. I can it's fine. I'm fine. It's just I'm fine. That's that's what I did for the first six months. I'm fine. Just it's fine. I'm gonna be fine. It's fine. Which means it just wasn't at all. And so I carried on with the behaviours that I had always done. Um, which was just complete avoidance. Really, just complete avoidance. Numbing numbing myself when necessary. I, I definitely addiction issues. Just probably should point that out when I say numbing. <laughs> I, I don't mean through... Uh, for any substances. Uh, however, I decided at some point, I think my son must have been just after six months, between six months and a year, I decided, no, 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 this, is, this isn't any good. I was, I was shutting us away. Um, and I dissed, didn't want my son to be affected by my mental health issues. I was so concerned. Will I pass on to him? Will he end up with ang- because I I mean I have anxiety about everything. I I risk assess everything, and then usually don't do it because there will be some form of risk involved, and I decide that 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 the percentage is too high, therefore not taking part in that. Um, so my son definitely missed out on stuff. But I was so focused on trying not to. So I decided, okay, let's try medication again. Over the years, as many people who suffer with any form of mental health issues will know, is that you have to try so many different meds. You, it's very rare that the first one you try works. So I've been, I've, I've been through so many and so many have, been very detrimental and I went through some I went through some dark places in the past that I won't talk about um but were hard and I still to this day I'm not sure how I came through I'm grateful that I did of course um so I was nervous let's say that because now I uh, I have my son whereas before my attitude was well if I die I die you know it's just Part of the course, really. No one's going to really suffer from that. I won't be suffering anymore. It's, you know, I wasn't, I was actively seeking death. But if it happened, I, that was okay. That was okay. Whereas when I had my son, it was different. The thought of causing him pain hurts it hurts me on a level that you can't understand until you have a child um and the thought of him growing up without a mother because of a decision that I made I couldn't I couldn't I just couldn't so I knew that I had to be careful when taking medication um so I was I I was pretty scared 
because I've known what the side effects of some that I've taken are. Anyway, I tried. I tried two different ones from the doctor, but they just, the other side effects were, they didn't negatively impact my mental health. They didn't positively affect it either, but they definitely gave me some, I had, oh, awful nausea. I couldn't, to the point where I couldn't pick up my son because I just start dry heaving. And that, that was it. <laughs> Oh, I look back now, I really tried to power through. <laughs> you get to that desperate stage, though, where you just, you you want to be better. And you kind of just hope and pray then put all your, your eggs in the basket of medication and go, it's going to be fine, it's just, this, is, this has to work. And if I've just got a little bit of nausea, I can just keep on going. I couldn't, I couldn't, and I did try, but I was just... I wasn't eating. I was just sipping water. Every time my son cried, I would dread it because I knew I had to pick. That's no, that's no way to live. And I realised that I was then crippled with my mental health issues and I was then crippled by physical ailments. I was not being my best parent at that point. So I stopped um, and decided, okay, that's not the answer right now. These medications are not the answer. Um, I could have continued on to try more, of course, but I felt I just needed a break. And as always, thought I'll be fine. I'll just, I'll just be fine. I'm fine. I'll power through again. I've done it. I can. I'll be fine. Um, however, I was putting so much off. I was living in a small property. Um, and I just kept putting off moving because it was just a, everything surrounding that was just terrifying to me. My my mental health was just going, you can't do that. Don't, don't move. And my son needed the space. I needed the space. But my mental health told me, no, you can't do this. Just, you can't do this. So I know it was bad. And I don't even, I don't truly know how I was how I was parenting I think it I know I wasn't being my best I was being my best self I could be at that time and so I have to be kind to myself which I have the ability to do now but I'm still the harshest critic and I am disappointed in myself for allowing it to go on for so long which is just shocking because I would never judge anyone else so harshly and I can rationalise that and I know that. But I still, I still can't be kind to myself about that. Because I feel that I let my son down. And that's something I've got to live with. And I think, had I had, it's easy to say, had I had someone, if I had, if his father was involved. But it's just really is hard when you're suffering with mental health issues and you're doing it alone. There's there's just no. You're always on duty, you know. When you're a sole carer for your child, you're always on duty, um, and that means that there's no there's no switch off. So you can't you know you don't 
every weekend your your child doesn't go to your you know the parent other parent or your partner doesn't come home from work and you can just switch off there is no switch off it's constant and with my mental health being so constant as well it was all just just all too much and if we fast forward to 2020 so I was like right that's it I'm moving I hadn't made I hadn't made any progress in my mental health I probably should add no no progress <laughs> I just went right I'm gonna do it I'm just gonna do it that's it I I'm I feel I'm, I'm better I can I can do better I will be better and so I have I moved I moved in the March um and I'm so I'm so pleased I did move and I did. Obviously, it was just pre-COVID, um, pre the lockdown uh, here in the United Kingdom, uh, which obviously started in March. I moved a week before we went into full lockdown. So, so I can't honestly I can't tell you how grateful I am. I I would have probably not coped in such a small confined space with a with a two year old in complete lockdown. I was also wasn't on the ground floor, so there was no outdoor space. It was just, yes, it would have been awful. So I'm glad I managed to pull my finger out and do that. Again, not too sure how I did that. Hey, it happened though. And so then COVID happened and suffering with uh, health anxiety, I was terrified at first, but also... When you have anxiety, when you have, when I, when my anxiety, my experience of anxiety is I cater for things that just aren't ever going to happen. And I just have the most bizarre thoughts, uh, I think, and plan for events that are probably never going to happen. Now, I planned for a pandemic because in my head that, that, that was, that was probably going to happen, um, I, I can't tell you when I planned for it. You know, it was nothing to do with, with COVID I'm, at all. You know, just over the years, just one of my crazy, what I thought was a crazy thought. So I've always hoarded loads of food. I've, my cupboards are always ridiculously full. Um, just in case, just in case. So when the lockdown happened, I was, I was okay. I was actually surprisingly okay. And then I decided, okay, so I don't have any pressure. There's no pressure to be going out and doing things, which is where where I struggle. That's where my anxiety goes. No, you're not doing any, doing any of that. Well, I didn't have to. So I made a series of decisions. I decided that I was going to work on my body. Part of that, of course, is to do with my eating disorder. Um, part of that was I wanted to also, people always say, oh, it improves your mental health, it improves your mental health. So I thought, okay, don't get me wrong. Obviously, I've spent, over the years, I've spent time in attempting to improve my body to, to the level that I find acceptable. But that was to do with my eating disorder. That So my mental health was not improved. But I thought, okay, let's let's see, uh, let's see. So I started doing a lot of at-home workouts. I think I, I think I got a little bit obsessive, but I I reined it in, had a little had a little chat with myself, 
Um, and then I decided, right, let's try some herbal remedies for my mental health. See, see what side effects, see if, see if, if any. Um, fast forward a little bit, I was getting relief from one of the herbal treatments that I tried, but it then mixed, I then started taking the pill because I've, I have absolutely crippling periods and so I, was, I was trying to fix everything really all at once, <laughs> but that's, that's me, I'm all or nothing, so I was like, right, I'm just going to fix it all, I can do that, just fix it all, so I also started on the pill. And though the two didn't didn't mix, and I had the most horrendous bout of depression. And I mean, it was just I was so low. I just went to this place. I I can't even. I can't truly explain it. Just nothing. There was nothing. I felt nothing. Even the thought of my son. I, I felt nothing. I felt nothing. I couldn't feel love. I couldn't feel hurt. I couldn't feel, I couldn't feel, I couldn't feel anything. I went, just went numb, completely numb to emotion. And it was just like, I don't know what's going to happen in the next five minutes. I had no idea. I could, I could genuinely see myself committing suicide. And that was terrifying, absolutely terrifying. So I picked up a paintbrush and started painting my kitchen because I knew that I had to do something. And I knew that something couldn't be killed myself. So I just painted and painted and painted. And I painted through the night because I just, I was too scared to stop. I was too scared to stop because if I stopped, I didn't understand what was going to happen because I couldn't see, I couldn't see a way through. I just had this tunnel vision of just nothing. And if you have nothing, what what are you living for? What's the, what's the point? And that, that was just awful. I can't explain just how awful that was. So I just, that was it, stopped everything. Stopped the herbal treatment, stopped the pill. Did some research online. I found other people had struggled whilst combining the two. I was like, right, that's it, okay, no, no, can't combine the two. So make a decision. Unfortunately, as soon as I stopped, as soon as I stopped taking them, I was, I came through the other side of that. That was just, but it was, it was awful, just awful. Um, and I've I've suffered with depression before, but not to that, not to that level of no feeling. Like I just didn't even feel sad. I didn't even. I can't even say I felt depressed. I just, just felt nothing. Just so bizarre. I didn't think it was. I don't. I didn't think it was even possible to feel nothing but I felt nothing I had music on I just was just painting <laughs> I just painted through the night just carry on painting it'll be fine 
<laughs> and so after that, I was like, right, okay, we've, we've, you got you to sort your shit out. Like, my poor child is just, I was just so consumed by negativity. Honestly, I can't explain. So my brain is just, I wake up in the morning and it's why you've not alive. You wake up again, well, that's just, that's a bit of a disappointment on my thoughts. And then the day that sets the tone for the day of just self-loathing, uh, a slideshow of every bad decision I've that I've decided is a bad decision. And that that is every decision I've made. Um, and risk assessing everything that I'm doing. Now, that's absolutely exhausting. Like, just exhausting. Like, even going to put the bins out. There's so many thought processes that go on for me for putting the bins out, which is just the most mundane activity you ever, you could do. But I, no, no, I, that, there's, there's a lot of thought behind that. I'm just telling you this for as an example so you can understand just how consumed I, I, I truly <laughs> really was so it would be okay well you you've already put some rubbish in the bin today you can't you can't put more rubbish in the bin today because if the neighbors see putting more rubbish in the bin they're gonna think you're crazy or they're gonna or they're gonna think perhaps perhaps they're gonna think you're building a bomb perhaps they're gonna think perhaps they think you're doing something illegal perhaps they're gonna think you've you've cut up your child and you're putting the body parts in the bin and then they're gonna, and then they're gonna call the police, and then the police are gonna turn up, and the police are gonna bring a social worker, and it's gonna turn out that you didn't do any of that. The social worker is gonna see right through this act you're putting on it being okay, and then they're gonna take your child away from you. And your child's gonna go into the care system, and he's gonna have a terrible time. He's gonna end up with, with an awful family. And this is all just me putting the bin out, putting some stuff in the bin outside. I consumed, just consumed, and I just couldn't couldn't shake it. And and I mean everything was every, everything I did. There was some delusional thoughts behind it. Just abs- everything, everything. There'd be days where I just I I couldn't drink water. I can't tell you why. Just just couldn't. Just, my brain just wouldn't let. I just couldn't. Just the thought would scare me. I honestly, I was. I wasn't really function. I was functioning. That was it. I, then I was surviving, and my child was surviving. I was doing the very best I could, um, but of course, he wasn't getting the best of me. And I, I, <laughs> I wasn't giving myself the best of me. So, for the last six months, I have made a lot of changes. Um, I have started listening to podcasts of people who do self-help. I've learned to manage my thoughts better. I've learned that I need structure. So I have to have a tick list of everything that I'm, that I'm going to do every day. Um, and then I have an accountability checklist on Sunday to go through and see what I didn't do. Why didn't I do it? Um, I'm back on herbal remedies. Um, I have made 
I'm working out every day. Yeah, I've made a lot of changes and I am the healthiest I think I've probably ever been in regards to my mental health and probably my physical health too. Um, and my son is thriving and I, I have time for him. And how crazy is it for me to say that? Why didn't I have time before? I can't. Be I just can't believe I allowed it to go on for so long. But it's so hard when you're in it to see that. Like I really thought I was doing my best, and I was. I was doing my best, but I could at that point. And now I can be kind to myself, and I am kinder to myself. Um. And that's how I know I've made progress for the fact that I can even say, "Be kind to yourself, Grace." I couldn't even, that was laughable, absolutely laughable this time, nine, ten months ago, I, <laughs> I hope someone said that, I'm like, yeah, all right then, I'll just be kind to myself, that's okay then, but progress is possible, and I, you know, I sit here as someone who would listen to other people saying, oh, there's always light in the tunnel, and just think, you know, Everyone says that, but I had been struggling with my mental health for just years since I was since I was a child. You know, so my entire life, my entire adult life, has been yeah, full of mental health problems. Um, I've done, I did years of counselling. I, I tried medication. It's it's not that I didn't ever try to help myself because I definitely did but I've nothing's ever worked and I'm so proud of myself for where I am now because my son is now getting the parent that he deserves and that's what he needs because I am his sole carer so if you're struggling I I know that it's so hard to believe that there is and there can be better, but there really is. There really is. And as someone who would not have believed that nine months ago, I, I'm telling you it can and will. And please be kind to yourself. Try and be kind to yourself because you're doing the best you can right now. And that's so important to remember that so important i i have never been kind to myself only recently and it's changed my life it it's truly changed my life so do what you need to do listen to podcasts do whatever works for you to be your best self. But whilst you're if you're struggling, just try and be kind. I try and say one nice thing to myself every day. I started off with once a week because you know you have to be start off realistic. So whenever I had, whenever I had a bad thought, it was I'm okay. So, you know, whenever I, if I turn the kettle on, my brain would tell me about, you know, oh, do you remember when you did that? When you were like 
15 and you hurt that girl from school, it's because you're an arsehole, Grace. I'd say it's, I'm, I'm okay. And then that gradually turned into nicer, nicer things. But you have to start, you know, just start where you can. And I couldn't believe anything positive about myself. So I just started off with, I'm okay, which turned into a bit of a mantra because as I, as I explained to you before, my brain was just consumed by negativity constantly from every, every task I ever did. It was just, uh, do you remember when? I remember when you did, then laying in bed was just nightmare. But now my sleep is good. My mental health's good. My physical health is good. The only thing I haven't got under control is my periods. So if any of you ladies who are listening who suffer with really terrible menstrual cramps, heavy bleeding, sorry to any any single dads out there that are listening, um, and you try something, whether it's, I don't know, a herbal remedy, a specific type of birth control, and it's worth you, please, please let me know because I'm I'm willing to try anything. I'm, I'm at that point where I would like to because every it's, it takes two weeks out of my month. So the week before my period comes, it's just a nightmare. And then I have my period and then a couple of days after, it's like just recovery. So yeah, please. So my email address is mamagrace at aol.com. So... I'm going to stop rambling now, but guys, girls, be kind to yourself and I will see you next time.